0: Hello, Dwayne Brummett and Allie Albarigo here with SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, good morning, sir, and great to be with you.
1: Yeah, great to be with you, too. I mean, um, we're back from our weekend, right, of uh, having a long break. Well, I was closed on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. How about you?
0: I was closed Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday.
1: Okay, so similar, right? four-day weekend and and kind of uh, just enjoying some time off and – I don't know if I recharge, though. You know, we always say, hey, let's take off. We'll be recharged to come back. And I think it's working against me because I might be uh, less charged now because um, I want to have more days off. How does that work for you? Like, do you feel ready to go? Or are you sometimes like me, like, uh, man, I, I need more time. I, I really enjoyed this. Or it went so quick. I didn't have enough time to really relax or whatever.
0: Um I, I would say I'm ready. Um, you know, four-day weekend is good. Uh, if I, I could do, if I could do, you know, uh, and I could, but what I'm saying is if I could do a four-day weekend every every two weeks. Right. I'd, I'd be good. I don't need a whole week or a two-week vacation. That stuff, I, I can't stand that stuff. That's just me.
1: Yeah, I, I
0: kind of, well, you know what's
1: my downside, I think that I, it's my own downfall, I should say, is like, Okay, I got the weekend off, so the first day I'm cleaning my entire house. Then I'm fixing and cleaning my pool and getting the yard ready because I have a party on Monday. I got to have it all ready on Saturday. And then I'm planting a garden, and that's exactly what I did. I planted my garden and, you know, went to the store. And by the time I'm done, I'm coming home. I'm my body. I'm exhausted from digging and shoveling and, and cleaning. And now I'm like, I didn't really get time just sitting around. I, it's just not my nature, you know, But, but sometimes just shutting down. The school is a, a piece of clarity. Sometimes, just sometimes. Oh, it
0: absolutely is. Just from the standpoint that you know nobody's there, nothing, nothing can happen. Uh, I mean, obviously somebody can break in, but other than that, nothing's yeah. going to happen. We, we did have uh, you know a, a crew or somebody come in and, and um, they they did the touch up painting and you know any anything any dings and nicks and those type of things. We do that when we're closed, but. You know, we give them a key. They go in, um, they take care of it. They leave the key on the desk, and then they go out the back door because the back door is like a you know one of those crash doors. So, yes. So you know that's funny. Like
1: I, I had even my alarm company called me up because I they call me first, and then if I say okay, disperse it to the police department, you can. So they call me if there's a motion detector alarm is going off in your back sector. I'm like, ah, all right, I'll check it out on Monday. (laughs) <laughs> like, don't you worry I know because they go off all the time I'm like you know I used to like be shooting up there in my you know in the middle of the winter and the freezing cold at four in the morning you know, with my gun out you know now I'm like yeah we'll, we'll figure it out on Monday whatever you know like, what's gonna happen
0: I don't know what you did to your ear earpiece but it's hard to hear you through the uh, through the audio really? Like, still are no no now it's good yep there was a muffled oh that Oh, that's
1: weird. I turned. I just
0: turned it. Maybe it was turned out into my ear too much. Better? Yep. No, it was. Yeah, a lot better. A lot better. So you that's were telling weird. before we hit, uh, before we went on uh, on the air that uh, you, you you like you do every Wednesday morning. You went to breakfast and you guys had some good conversation. Oh
1: yeah, it's just so funny. Like it's a, it's a funny thing. I asked all my friends. Is John Busto? He runs a tempo school. Rich Messina. He's got eight tempo schools. Andy Stigliano, he does, like, jujitsu and ninjutsu school. And Mike Canelli's got two schools. Um, tempo, of course. So they come like out to breakfast with four tempo guys and one jujitsu guy. And um, so I, I pose this question to them. I'm like, so, guys, listen, it, it's funny to me, and I'm sure you have some insight on this and, and maybe even have experienced this. I'm like, I, I wonder why martial arts – is different now than what it was 20 years ago. Meaning, like, people looked up to martial arts, martial artists, martial arts schools. They looked at it with some sort of, like, awe. They were, like, blown away by the mystique of it. They were kind of really, you know, enamored by, you know, the teachers because of their ability, what it took to become, you know, holding my four fingers up for the non-video people, um, you know, to become a master of the martial arts, so to speak. And, um, you know, they really put it way high on the food chain on the top of the pedestal. And nowadays, it's like we're just like thrown in the mix with soccer, t-ball, swimming, baseball, hockey, and so on. So I was saying that um, to my guys, I said, uh, hey, listen, what is your thoughts? Like, why do you think the industry is like this? Like, why is it that they go, oh, I can't come to my test on tomorrow because I have a soccer game? Or, you know, why is it that they don't? put us, you know, at least up there with all the other things that they do. We're kind of at the bottom of the list when it comes to making a decision. Um, Anyway, so, you know, we talked about it for a few minutes, and this is the funny part. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, ten different conversations going. And then I, like, I rein them back in. I'm like, so, guys, what do you think? And they start talking about it again. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, another four different conversations going. I go, aha, I finally understand why martial arts schools have an issue. I said, each one of you suffer from ADD because you can't stay on topic for more than three seconds, and maybe this is why um, we are where we are, right? And everyone started to laugh, but I still don't understand the dynamics of what changed. Like, why is it our culture? Is it how we, how we teach our people? Is it how we bring them in and indoctrinate them into our schools? Like, what, what are your
0: thoughts on that? Why do you feel like we're just another activity? Right. Well, um, yeah. Isn't that kind of what we talked about last week a little bit? That you know, it was yeah. a cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, what?
1: What, are you, what? What are your thoughts though? Like, do you think it is a cultural thing? Is it just our society now?
0: Uh, yeah. No, I do. I do think. I think it's our society now, and I, I think last week you had mentioned that it's kind of a throwaway society. You know, gimme, 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 and then you throw it away. That type of thing. And if it, that wasn't exactly what you said, I think you inferred it. But yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I think we're if, if we're hanging on to the way that we used to do things and we're fighting an uphill battle, and, I, and unfortunately I think we have to shift some things around. Um, I don't mean lower your standards. That's not what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, get them involved and connected with different things. I can say that, you know, 20 years ago, did we have um, events like we, we do now? Yeah. But it was, 20 years ago, you could have a movie night, and you would you would right. chill up for a movie night. And now right. you can't have a movie night. I mean, it's, it, nobody wants to come to your studio and just watch a movie. It has to be an event. And everything, if you look at the kids nowadays, everything is, is an event, and everything has a label. There's a label for everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, hey, listen, we seem, I, I agree, I, we seem to know the answer. Because, like, look, I have a thing called the red carpet premiere. You've touted this uh, the system that i would sold in the past and how to run your event like a red carpet premiere for a movie. But I just wonder though, like I still, like you said, like I just did a Nerf Wars, which is still pretty packed. Everyone waited until the ultimate, I say the ultimate last minute to sign up. Not like, the event was Friday, so not like Wednesday they signed up. But they were like Friday morning texting me, can you still fit us in? To the point where people were showing up without signing up and then say, and, and almost like, can they go? And I'm like, they're dressed in their Nerf gear with their guns. I'm going to say no to them at this point. So like, we were even right. short on pizza because we had way more people show up than we had thought were going to show up. So it was a big issue. So um, anyway, long story short, like, what do you, what do we do? I guess do we just limit <laughs> or do we or do we kind of have it? That's the way it goes.
0: Well, you're nicer than I am because I I, I would have said, uh, no, I'm sorry. The sign up date was it was here. I turn people right. away. I do. I turn people away when it's not, you know. Even with our summer t-shirts, we did an incredible sale on our summer t-shirts again this year, and and I had people, oh my gosh, are there going to be any extra? And well, I did order a few extra, but that's just to trade out in case somebody goes, oh, this youth medium really is not going to fit. The other right. large, you right, know. right. And I said, if there's anything, if, if there's anything left, we'll see what we can do, but. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm not sure. You should have got it when. Well, but I just, I, you know, they got busy. I said, t- totally understand. But
1: uh, I, I just don't right. let
0: them. I, I, go
1: ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying.
0: I just mm-hmm. don't let them do it.
1: Yeah, I know that's good. I, I feel the same way. But then again, you're always, you know, he's kind of like, oh my God, you know, do you want to not have those last five sales, or you know, do you want to not have that? So you kind of look at it. Um, and you go, like, you weigh out, it's almost like you're selling your soul for the money uh, or for the busier event or, you know, but you want to stick to your guns, you know. And I guess it is a culture. you got to train people because if they know they missed out, maybe next time they won't do that. But I see it more and more so ev- now than ever. Like, you know, my teacher, he uh, was just on here a second ago, I was going to say hi to him, but he's, it seems like he's not on here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, my old teacher, Sean Felix Vasquez. you know, like, listen, if you were – if you opt for testing and you didn't make your test, you'd be like, okay, I'll test you when I feel like it. And then you make you wait like an extra six or eight months. Now I have people go, oh, Saturday morning at 9 o'clock, that's really convenient, inconvenient. You know, um, we were supposed to go to my grandmother's 90th birthday. And we usually want to, you know, and I'm like, really? Like you can't postpone that and go a little later in the day, an hour later or whatever it is. And people are a little bit odd that way. But Frank Martano, I, he's an umpire. He's a martial art instructor, and um, he also does umpires. Uh, and uh, he wrote, because parents of today live their sports dream through their children. And then I wrote back to him, that is true. You should know this because you're an umpire. And then he wrote, uh, I wrote uh, and then he wrote, um, 100% see it daily when I'm umpiring. Parents are way too involved. So that's interesting, right? So, uh,
0: yeah, I, I guess they're
1: living their lives vicariously through their children and trying to give them, you know, that, I guess it's that old 1920s, you know, a um, depressed society where the people had to suffer and now everybody has things and they want their kids to have everything. They want them to experience everything. And I wonder, though, if um, 20 years from now all the kids are going to go, it really didn't help me be better at anything because I did 37 different activities and quit all of them. Right. You know, it's weird, right? It's, it's just an odd kind of thing
0: yeah and you know the individuals that are getting that are doing studios now that only started maybe five or ten years ago they they don't know anything different um right. you know it is the way it is right now and and um, so they don't they can they've heard about it from other individuals probably but they they have not felt right. that 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 same thing that we have where the the discipline and respect and, and the culture that was different 20 years ago than it is today so but we yeah, just got to meet where they're at, you know, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing, though. I
1: think that it's interesting. I'm, I'm wondering, though, if, um, and it's interesting today, too, because meeting with my buddies, all of us have had our schools. I think the youngest school is 26 years or 25 years. We've all had schools for at least 20 years plus, right? So um, the one thing, too, is that, um, you know, we're kind of set in our ways. We remember what it was like to ride the wave of the 90s, right, and, You know, and having students that were joining, like, you couldn't keep them out of your school, right? Everyone wanted to be in the martial arts. Um, But uh, nowadays, it is a different kind of thing with the advantage of people being able to reach out, you know, on the Internet and find these schools everywhere or kind of um, vet vet you a little, you know, and find out what's going on and really see um, who you are and, you know, see if you match them. I know the, the industry has changed, so you're right. You have to really, really, you know, just listen. You have to live and, and work within the cards you're dealt. Right? So, yeah, is that way too loud, the construction? Can you hear that bad in the background?
0: I, I can hear it, but it's not that bad, no.
1: It's, it's, it's okay, all right. All right? Just so, just so people... Um, uh, just so people understand that I'm having a little bit of construction done right as we're going. So, uh, sorry about that. If you hear that background noise, I don't mean to be unprofessional. But we, we Dwayne and I normally never miss a call. So,
0: we're like literally on
1: through, through uh, sle- you know sleet, snow, and hail or whatever. So, Frank Martano said, I, I like breakfast too. Just kidding. I know you do, Frank. I, I definitely understand that. But uh, um, we'll have to have you invite you one day. But you talk way too much. So, I have to take yeah, yeah, it. No, I'm just kidding. But, so, <laughs>
0: So so, Brett Dunlap,
1: uh, James James Brett Dunlap. Brett is uh, a friend of mine, and he has his own school. And he actually texted me a message this morning, and he had said to me a good topic. Let me show you. Let me look on it what he had said. Uh, oh, you know, I, I maybe you could get some insight on this too. He had mentioned to me, hey Ali, you should maybe do some sort of group for uh, this group of individual martial artists, and maybe do it on Facebook. And I'm like. I said, Brett, i I really took on a new mindset this the last few years with the 80/20 rule that I only focus 80% of my energy into um, the things that make me money that are really working, and then I 20% I, I'll focus on things that are like pet projects, right? Things that are fun for me that may take off, but I've many times have shot myself in the foot starting new projects, opening new schools, saying, Hey, I'm going to expand, I'm going to do this, this, and that. And I said, right now, I have limited energy, and I don't know if it's just as I get older. My mentally, I have limited energy, but I put more energy into the things that really, really make, make, and work for me and
0: help me. Yeah, well, isn't that the main thing? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, right. You got to focus on the on, on the main on the main thing. That's what we need to focus on. And like you brought up before the. There's so many plates as martial arts school owners that we're spinning um, that it's important for us to understand that we've always got to spin the main, the main plate, um, and and not lose focus on that. And that's what you know, whatever it is that's bringing you the the highest income or get you know, it's going to allow you to get to your goal the fastest. Um, for most school owners, right? I would say 95 percent of all school owners, if not a little bit more. That's getting the students. And I know you got to keep them and you got to upgrade them and all that. But the problem is you, you don't have the opportunity to keep them if you don't get them in the first place. And you don't have the opportunity to upgrade them if you don't have them in the first place. So the main thing yeah. is getting individuals in on a consistent basis. Um, so yeah. finding old ways, new ways, unique ways uh, to, to do that is the most important thing. Do
1: you see what Brett wrote? Because he actually wrote it up there right as I was saying. and He wrote from a previous conversation, what's your 20%? Um, a list that you focus on, Allie, and second, with two rock stars with so two different ways to do business, what's your basic daily rituals, like you and I, um, you know, i.e. get up at 6 a.m., work out, set up your day, like, what, what do you do? I, I know, this is interesting, in my book, um, the uh, Martial Art Business 101, there's a whole entire section that I wrote that was uh, entirely written on um, my daily schedule, and I wrote out, like, 7 a.m. woke up. 7:30 ate breakfast. This and I literally spelled out my day for an entire week. I think in the book, and um, people absolutely love that because they were really shocked at how much I get done. And I live by those pages in my daytimer, which is to my right. I literally will write out every single thing that I'm doing and what is going on, and so on and so forth. So, what are some of your things that you focus on? Like I know you mentioned new students. And, and that was one thing. So what are some of the things you focus on for new students? Like what do you normally, what's your your laser beam focus on how to get new people through the door?
0: Well, yeah. okay. So I don't think it's just enough to go and say, well, you know, how am I going to get new people through the door? Right? Right. I think, you know, the first thing is you, you need to have some sort of idea or goal that you're looking for. Um, so, I'll give you, a for instance, I at the beginning of this year, and I do this every year. But at the beginning of this year, I took a look at the last six years. Okay. And the I took the amount of people that uh, you know that quit um, every single you know throughout those whole years. So whatever the total was, and then I divided it by whatever six months, seven. Was, was right, seventy-two. No. Right. Is it? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Is it? So let
1: me break out my calculator. Come on now.
0: 72. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is
1: 72.
0: 72. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, anyways, um, on average, every single month, if you take those six years combined, I lose 11 people every month. Some <laughs> okay. months are more, obviously, some months are less. But on average, I lose I lose 11. So, for math wise, let's just break it down and say it's 10. And if I have a 50% um, sign-up rate, that means I need to have 20 trials. So every month I have to have 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 20 trials just to replace those 10 I'm going to lose. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So now if I want to grow by 5, let's say, per month, I need to have 30 trials because then I know I'll sign up 15 and I'll grow by 5 people per month. Um, And then, of course, you can adjust it from there. So then the question comes. All right, now what am I going to do to get twenty people, or what am I going to do to get thirty people? It's not enough, I don't think, to say. And I listen. I did this in the beginning. I just said, man, I'm going to do. I'm going to do the ads. I'm going to do the um, uh, emails. I'm going to do the Facebook ads. I'm going to do the uh, ads in the newspaper. I'm going to do radio. Blah 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 blah. And that was that was. Um, good at least I was doing something but what I was missing at that time was understanding what the goal should be obviously I didn't have 20 years of, of stats to pull from
1: to right. know what my
0: numbers should be and that's why you know we talk about you and I are sticklers with this about knowing what your numbers are because you, you really can't make strategic gains or goals without knowing what those are anyway right. so it's not good, it's not good enough, uh, or it's not the best. I guess it would be good enough just to throw crap on the wall and hope that it sticks. But now right. I know, right, if I, if it's 10 people I, I need every single month and I have a 50% sign up rate, which our re- rate is better than that, but let's just say it is. <clears throat> Cause I think last year we closed at a, at a 74% sign up rate. Wow. But, but let's just say it's 50%. So, you know, then I know i got to get 20 to maintain, or if I want to grow, I need 30. So now, where are those 30 going to come from? Right? See, now I, not only do I know what I need, but, but now I go, okay, if I can get 10 from Facebook, and I can get 10 from, um, you know, the, the martial arts field trips, let's say, and I can get 10 from uh, just flyers or door hangers or what have you. You know what I mean? Then I can start to break it down. Yeah. And, or even lead boxes, what, whatever it is. Um, then I can start to break it down, those type of things. So, you know, the main thing for martial arts school owners is whatever that, whatever is going to grow your business the fastest. And then I would say secondarily to that is then decide, like, if you have ages that are broken up, so if you have, like, we have three- and four-year-olds, we have five- and six, we have seven and up. Let's say that, you know, my five- and six-year-olds are full, but I have room for three- and four-year-olds, uh, and I have room for seven and up. You know, I may want to um, not focus on the, the the three and four year olds, but focus on the seven up. Uh, let's let's say it's seven to twelve, right? So the seven and twelve, I might want to focus on them, and maybe I want to get thirty of them. Not that I wouldn't take some of the other ones, but maybe I, I, I really target those until that's full, and then I go to okay, now I'm going to target the three and four year olds that I that I need, rather than blanketing blanketing those type of things. He really was speaking to. You know, people that have 7-year-olds, people that have, you know, 7- to 12-year-olds, that type of thing. Um, and you can break it down that way as well. So right. the main thing is getting people in through the door. But before you do that, you really need to know what your, um, what your goal is on a monthly basis. And I know we bring this up probably every single podcast since we've owned the system. But with Spark, you actually can put those in there on the dashboard, which is nice. Because then you can see on a day-to-day basis how many trials that you have that month, how many people have already signed up, how how close you are to your goal that you've set inside of Spark, which is a beautiful thing.
1: I have not utilized that goal part yet, and I like that, that you're doing that already. I haven't really taken advantage of that, but I do love my dashboard, how many intro appointments, how many showed up for the intros, how many signed up for the intros. I mean, it's all things that I developed. Um, and I, I'd be clear on this, I didn't develop it for Sparks, and I don't think that they stole anything from me. It's just the nature of what um, a martial art business owner needs to do. And these guys were on and Master Park, have put this all together themselves because it's what a good operator does. And I used to have this in what I call the DNA, my list, my daily necessary activities, list of things to do. Um, they actually have it all, right, within the software, which is great. Um, but, you know, it's kind of weird. I, I don't know about you, but it's like, it seems like even my buddies today sitting at the table, I hear a lot of us saying things. And it might be that we're all in New York and we're burned from the industry and being oversaturated. But, like, a lot of my friends are like, yeah, man, I'm struggling every day They just keep people coming through the door. And then I get those people. Like, one of my buddies was complaining. He goes, he, I just, I don't know if I told you this, but I went to my fiancé's niece's dance recital, right? And they had a da- not recital, a competition. And this, this business of competition is amazing. They have five states going at once. On a weekend, they'll have five different states with the same competition going on in five different states. It's 50 bucks per competitor, per event that they do. So like a dance routine you might have a dance team does this dance and then they have another dance for this thing. So they're paying $50 for each portion of the competition so that my dance me she did three events so that's $150 not including, um, you know, the, the outfits. That's a certain thing that they pay for on the side. And then the, they were so professional, like after they were done doing their competition, you could literally walk out in the lobby and they have instantaneous video of them being able to review their dance and buy it $25 to buy an, MP, an MP5, I believe, video or MP3 or whatever it was to get a copy sent to your inbox and in email, 25 bucks, and then you could still photo yourself and pick the photos out and buy them. The people are dropping $150, $200 on video packages and picture packages. Now, I, I laugh because I had a mom the other day who was haggling with me over $2 price difference because she found Fighting Gear $2 less on Amazon. So, and then I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, my God, and they, they, they're so much into this dance culture that the entire cafeteria of this high school was set up with sewing machines,
0: like in case a
1: girl's outfit ripped, they had a lady who started right. for the makeup for the girls, fixing their outfits One dad, I saw him wheel out this, like, 10 by 10 sign that he made a digital display. I'm like, I want to take a because I that one of the dads to pick it up to help me. Did it do it again? Yeah, you're good now. Is that better? Um, and he transported the mats for me, and he got mad because, well, you have a Camaro. I didn't ask you to buy a Camaro. Why didn't you buy a pickup truck? if you're gonna, I'm like, all I did was ask for your help. But meanwhile, yeah. these guys are out making this entire dance thing set up. I'm just blown away by the culture and how into it they are. And then I wonder, like, what's the disconnect between us and them? Like, what's different with martial arts? Like, why are we not getting the same buy in why don't we have a cafeteria filled with parents sewing patches on, getting their kids prepared for the fall martial art recital? Like, why are they not buying four different keys just so they look at, I have parents that the kids are literally look like hobos. They're wearing uniforms that they're up to their kneecaps for the last five years. And I'm like, and they're like, can I just buy a new pair of pants? I'm like, it's an extra $12 to get the whole thing, the whole uniform. Why don't you get the whole uniform? Nah, nah, we'll just get the pants for now. I'm like, what the heck? Like, You know, so what's your thought on that? Like, what? Why the disconnect?
0: Boy, I don't know. I it's it's um, interesting, right? Where I would say their recitals are kind of like our testings. You know, where we don't charge the spectator to come in and watch their kid test. Right, and it and it really isn't even a test for them because it's not like. I, mean, I suppose. I'm not in music or in dance, but I suppose if they do v- very well, then they can move up to the next level of dancing. I, I mean, I don't know how it works. No, no, they actually just get a trophy. The whole team gets one trophy. That's
1: what I've, I'm blown away by. It's not even like everyone gets a participation medal. They just do it for the competition and to be able to n- be known as the champions of this competition. Like, I'm yeah, blown
0: away by I, I watched Dance Moms a couple of times, just because I, you know, I heard about the the lady right. on there, and, and man, she was so wicked to, uh, those kids and the parents and everything. I thought, man, if I ran my martial arts school like that, I wouldn't have anybody. <laughs> so, and the other thing I thought is, man, aren't they teaching these girls to, uh, accept this browbeating by someone? They're going to end up marrying somebody that browbeats them because they're right. going to be conditioned to be okay with browbeating.
1: You know, Andrew Hashu just wrote on here that a, his dance studio in his town just charged $25 to march in the parade. It's going to charge $25 for the July 4th parade, charging them to march in the parade. And I bet your parents are dumping that money in their hands like it was the best, most important thing ever. <laughs> So I'm a little, I don't know, I, I mean, I, I would almost love, we should try, and I'll ask if I can find someone and that, get them an interview, uh, a successful, if any of, the, any of our listeners have relatives that are involved in the dance community or anybody they know that's a dance operator, dance school operator, please let me know. I'd love, we'd love to interview them and uh, see what they're doing. But I just wonder if it's the culture. I wonder if people just expect it. I wonder if people are like, hey, this is what we do. You know, this is what it's all about. My daughter's on the dance team. Like, how do we build ourselves up to the point where people are, you know, I, I do a lot of branding. You do a lot of branding. I have stickers for the parents' cars that I give out. I'm always trying to get people Mother's Day shirts that have our logo on. I give out for free. I'm doing whatever I can to get people to, people to feel proud of our brand, to wear our colors, I call it. You know, so um, what is it that just gets these parents – check this out to me. One of the moms I was talking to at the recital said that it cost her this year for her daughter to do camp competitions like this almost $22,000, $22,000 for, for the year to do all these competitions and dance. And, and I have people sometimes haggling with me over $130 a month tuition and a, a sparring gear thing,
0: 22000 some yeah, what is their tuition per month? I wonder for well, the dance.
1: It's by by the way, it's by the dance. So if they're doing three dances, they're paying three separate tuitions. For my daughter, we're paying about 140 a month when she was doing three different dance routines. 140 a month, and then of course she has a recital, and she wasn't on competition. That's a totally totally different team. Um, and um, and then they you know and then they, if they do compete, they're paying for that and traveling. So, I mean, it could get pretty high cost, and it depends on the amount of dances. Some girls will do five different dances and competition teams, so they're paying a lot of money. James, James, uh, Brett, Brett said, uh, totally, uh, totally, the culture my wife used to be involved in in dance school, and the travel soccer is just as bad. Any of the travel teams are bad for anything. I mean, when I say bad, you know, these parents are traveling far away. Look, you did it with your son, right? He's in volleyball. You'd go away, and you'd drop 1000 bucks, $1,500 for the weekend, but it was more like a vacation thing. You and the family went, and you spent some time, and it's more Yeah, right? But, yeah, so there you go. I mean, so you were involved. What, What? tell me, let me interview you. Like, why Why was that? I mean, it's not like you're not doing it for your for other things, because you're in the martial arts and, and so on, but, like, what, what made it okay? Did you ever just say, this is a crazy, I'm not doing it, or you would
0: just say, hey, he's made it to the team, I'm getting him out there? Um, well, he's our last uh, one, and, and so if we had another one below him, that one the same thing, I don't think we'd, we would do it on both. We would just say, well, you know, <laughs> you're not you're, right. you're not doing it. You know, that type of thing. But, um, so, but it so cost we, you a lot
1: of money, right? You'd go away, I mean, you actually sat next to a few times Sugar Ray Leonard, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I remember you sending me a picture. Look who I'm sitting next to, you know, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> but you showed me the gym, and I was in awe. There was like, it wasn't a gym; it was like a, a stadium, like like the Madison Square Garden, with like thirty different, thirty different volleyball courts set up, right? And
0: there was all those different teams, two times each court, and revolving throughout the weekend, competing against each other, right? And that was honestly, that was just uh, one room. Uh, that I showed you. There I, I, There was another one that was probably a third of that, and that was full. So, yeah, it was humongous. But, yeah, as soon as I saw that, and we had just talked about tournaments and stuff, and I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, if we could have a martial like tournament that was like this, you know, that would be amazing. But, yeah, we're paying – I don't know. I don't know what we're paying. We're paying maybe $3,500 a month – or, excuse me, $3,500 a year just to be on the team – and then when they go to um, uh, events, you know, so we've got a, the, the, the regular weekend ones, we don't pay to enter into those. But the special ones, there's like four or five different special ones. We probably drop, a, I don't know, $150, $100, $150 just to be in the tournament, you know, per person, obviously. Right. And then uh, from that, if it's away, of course, we're paying. So we, when we go to St. Louis every year, of course we've got to get a hotel, that type of thing. Um, we, we got a hotel this time in in Chicago just because it was really really bad weather and I didn't want to be driving back and forth um, because of the snow. Right. So we did get a hotel for one of the nights. Um, but I would say throughout the whole season, especially with nationals and everything, because we usually like this year is going to be in Dallas. Last year was in Phoenix. We I would say in total we're probably at fifteen to eighteen thousand for the whole year.
1: Yeah, so, so like, there you go. That's, like, what these dance moms are paying for dance. Like, so, like, I'm looking at this going, so, is it – I'm just throwing this out there, but I'm just – I'm playing devil's advocate, but I really, truly don't know the answer to this one. Um, but – and uh, is it that we don't – we're not picking the right clientele? Or is our clientele – and I'm not – for is it a lower income clientele that are going to the martial arts or is it people look at the martial arts as a lower income activity or is it just a very small percentage of these people are spending the 18 grand to 30 grand a year on dance and and soccer and volleyball like what what is it that we're missing out
0: on those things you can go to college for and play and i think that's part of it so With base, travel, baseball, soccer, even volleyball, and you can even get get into schools for dance, you know, so, yeah, yeah, because there's dance schools. So I think part of that is that if there was a, um, you know, college, uh, karate team or taekwondo team or whatever it would, you know, be, um, in every single college and it was an activity that was, you know, an NCAA-type thing, then I think you would see the, the, the difference because then people could go to, go to you know, school on, on scholarship, you know, through so, some sort of martial arts type thing. So maybe the answer is to
1: somehow get parents to understand the true root essence of value. Like, it's almost like it, – here's a weird idea. Imagine we, we sent our new clients a box, like a regular – We got them printed, custom printed, um, a custom box, um, silver, with our logo on it. And it said, here's the future. And they opened it up, and we had, like, little things, glimpses of what the martial arts could help them with, like maybe a job application, you know, with the martial arts on it, you know, or a resume with the martial arts on the resume showing like that or or like a college application, or um, a, a relationship with their children, or you know, you know, imagine they they actually saw what was valuable. I'll tell you a really cool thing that I, I saw this weekend. It's a Memorial Day weekend, so one of my students trained me as a kid, and by the way, I was a real hard nosed back then. So there was this little skinny, like, 114 pound, tall, lanky Spanish kid. His name is Michael Montanez, um, and uh, and. I used to beat the crap out of him in class. hard on him and all his friends, but they loved me, and, and, I, and I, I saw him. You know, he's wearing – he was in the Marines. He was a drill sergeant overseas, deployed many times, retired now, um, and now a semi-pro golfer. So if I give you the essence of who he is. So I wrote, I'm really proud of you with all you've done. Thanks for all your service. And he wrote back simply, in quotes, I could have never gotten through any of that stuff that I've done and succeeded in without you meaning me, and I'm, like, blown away how that one little comment really touched me because, you know, and he's always, like, there were times where he'd be deployed and they'd come back, and I'd look out my sliding glass doors, and his, now he's, like, a six-foot-tall, 220-pound, muscle-bound guy, and he'd have the big brim, you know, the hats that the Marines wear, the flat-brim ones. He's got all his medals. He's in full gear, and he'd be waiting at the door in, in attention stance with his hand behind his back waiting to just for me to see him. And, um, and then he'd come and visit me, you know, and it was the coolest thing ever, um, you know, to have that. So, like, imagine we had a box that somehow parents could see. I mean, I love this idea. I'm going to write it down. I don't know if it would work or it would be a huge waste of money. Um, or, you know, it's like it's like my, my car. I have the new, you know, the Tesla. And every night or every few weeks I, I see a download, and Elon Musk puts these things in there. And uh, they're little secret tricks, like, a, if you push the button four times, the car will play music and dance and, 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 you know, and make sound and the lights will flash. And he gives these little these weird little toys out to people. Um, and, uh, and and we're big babies, so we all look forward to these things he calls Easter eggs. He calls them Easter eggs. Imagine we did something like that to get people to understand who we were and what we actually did. Does, does that sound yeah. like it?
0: Yeah, I I, I think it would be uh, interesting if maybe it's not one big box, but it's uh, like you're talking about, a small box, uh, you know, strategically placed uh, every so often. Um, You know, maybe it's based upon testimonials of people that have actually, you know, martial arts has changed their lives uh, in general. You know, so maybe it is something about chuck norris or bruce lee or whatever but then another one is more personal where it's uh, or more local where it's somebody from your actual studio that that information is there does that make sense yeah no it totally does i wonder though like if we put you and i are the type of people that would put this box together and have like every put in like
1: 250 hours into developing all this cool stuff and people would go Oh, another box from, from Sheehan Alley. Like, he's just trying to get in my head. <laughs> like, like, I wonder how many people would actually read it and, and it would connect with them. Because I have a parent, two girls that are really amazing in my one location. And um, I was really looking at I just had a conversation with them going, like, you guys are the leaders of the school now. Like, you're, gonna, you're the, one of the highest ranks. I'm really excited. You're, you're older, you know, and you could help me. And then I get a note in the mail, oh, we're not renewing. We're not sure. If they might want to do swimming. I'm like, you could do swimming and the martial arts. Like, but yeah, they want to experience things during the summer. We may come back in the fall. So I'm like, it, it's just crazy. Like, how do you get the buy-in? And, and, you know, listen, I have you just like you, we have 100 people that are doing amazing, and there's 20 people that, you know, make us upset. You know, like, well, what, you know, but imagine we could get them to do the buy-in to really see what the martial arts has in store.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice, right?
1: <laughs> right, yeah. this a cool idea. I definitely. So, um. So
0: yeah, so then could, um, uh, what would what, what would the box be called then? You know with
1: uh, I know, I like know. like on the are you old, are you are you old enough to have watched Jackie Gleason um, from the Honeymooners? Do you remember I I seen that TV Yeah, yeah. So the, he he was the chef of the future, and he had this commercial where he was the chef of the future. He had a, he had like a, a thing that shaved you know the peel off of carrots, but it also cut and it. And he was the chef of the future. You know, so it's like we can maybe call it the box of the future. I, I don't know, but it'd be something silly and funny. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do this, by the way, I do this through my 246810-week call automation on Spark that I send out. And I do it on emailing and so on. I do it through conversations. But um, I just wish there was more available for people to really understand what the parents have in their hands and why they shouldn't give up on it so easily because they just, it's the flavor
0: of the monk kind of thing. Well, I think that there's something to be said with a tangible object as well. Um, I don't know that it necessarily has to, I mean, I get the digital stuff and, and you know, I think that that's important. But I'll give you for instance, I send out a birthday card to every single one of my, students, and it's a handwritten yeah. birthday card, right? Um, but I also send them a gift along with it, so like this year, the gift is it's, you know, two little sprinkled, uh, um, <coughs> excuse me, what is it, sprinkled, golly, what is it called, it's like a brownie cake, but it's like okay. a, a fun, a uh, confetti that's it. That's where I'm. Ah, at right. 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 Yep. I've I, seen them. I, them yeah. Type, type birthday cake and birthday brownie type thing, and I get kids just coming up to me, thank you, you know, for the car I even had a parent last week said, "Hey, did my son thank you?" I said, "Oh, yeah, he was quite appreciative." So, you wow. Know, it's those 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 tangible things that you know, and I'll even and it, again through it's through my card system that I use, but on Facebook. I'll see somebody I'll just be scrolling, and I'll see someone that did. Like okay, so for instance, I had a former student. He left me four years ago because he went off to college, right? I saw that he graduated. I saw his mom posted stuff. So all I did was take those take those uh, uh, pictures off, and I made a beautiful, nice, beautiful card, um, with all those pictures on it, and you know, I, and I said congratulations, and I sent it to him. And yeah. his mom is the one that was like elated. You know, I'm sure he was. He was. It was nice to him too, but she was absolutely um, like, "Oh my gosh, you always going above and beyond." And this is four years later, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
0: but you know, even current students, I'll see something like, for instance, there's a there's a girl that trains with me, her family her her family trains with me, and they 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 live 45 minutes away, so they drive 45 minutes to come to the studio. And mom had uh, or I no, uh, no, mom didn't. I, I saw it on mom's timeline where. She got interviewed by the local paper there because of some digital drawings that she had done. So I got the, I got the, the, the clipping, the digital clipping uh, of it, and then I got the, even the pictures, and I put it on a card, and I sent that off to her as well. So, you know, she was uh, so surprised. Mom was, like, super happy. So it's those small little things and more, but I really believe these tangible uh, items are important, if that makes sense.
1: No, totally does. My daughter was just I asked her if she wanted to come on, on with us real quick, but she said No yeah,
0: Tell her I said hello. Tell her I said hello.
1: Yeah, she, she she did a great call with me, by the way, the other day on my lunchtime chat and uh everyone loved it. We had like five hundred and eighty views so far. Like people really they're like, You should add her on to the show with you, you know. She'd be my 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 but I was gonna ask her, um but she she just woke up a little while ago. She doesn't want to come on camera, you know, right yet. But uh I was going to ask her a little bit about, like, what she, what, how martial arts has helped her, because my daughter started when she was 20 months old. First, she took her first steps in the dojo, waddled over to a kick pad, and started going, hi, yah, and hitting I took out an attendance card that day and checked that as her first class, and she's training ever since. She trained for about 17 years. She's been away at college for two, um, but I uh, still trained. She just taught last night, and, um, you know, so she has this incredible work ethic, I'm sure from her mother and from me physically in our, in our, and the way we work at our jobs, but I think the martial arts has changed her life, and I was going to ask her more about that, um, but I, it goes back into why it's so important that, you know, people do the martial arts, and, you know, again, like what, think about all the things you just mentioned, you know, you send them a cake, you send them a card, you do a collage, and then... Um, what other I don't know they never did that at my daughter's dance studio. I, I don't know her music instructor ever wanted to know where she was if she couldn't make it and sent out a we miss you card if she took a break or gave a phone call to see how she's feeling. Like and then we we just by the nature of our business, we do all of these things, like I mean, layers upon layers of different things that we do as as what would be considered above and beyond customer service in, like, a hotel or if you were in a gym, right? Like, and and it doesn't really get
0: recognized as much as uh, for what we do. Does that make sense? Well, like, it certainly does. I'll give – here's another example. This is different, but um, I came into the studio 4 o'clock Thursday. No, 3.30, Thursday. Uh, There's a message for me from a local principal. Hey, you know, this is Mr. So and so, blah, 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 blah. It's tomorrow's career day. We had a which this made me angry. We had a a martial arts uh person that was gonna come in but, but uh they canceled, can you come? Yeah. So I got on the phone, I got on the phone, I called and uh I said, uh absolutely, you know, I'll be there. <coughs> and you know, my in my my head I'm thinking, all right, who number one, why who was? was I their first pick? Yeah, well, no. Yeah. Why wasn't I their first pick? Why? So, and that's one thing that I knew that I needed to get back into this year, this coming school year, being being the the martial arts school of choice because um, I, I I took years off. I, I coached, yeah. and that was wrong. You remember the um, the flywheel from the, the book Good to Great? Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I I did that. That's my flywheel was going, and then I just walked away, and I just like okay, it's ever it's always gonna go. You know. Yeah.
1: Dude, I, I did the same yeah. thing when, when when I was at my peak. I'm like, hey, man, I'm rolling. I don't need the market. I don't need to do this. And then eventually the battleship, in the book it talks about how much momentum it takes to move a battleship. And once you have it moving, it only takes a little bit to keep it going um, because yeah. of the way the bow is cut, but, and then you walk away. So I'm glad you're back in, into that. I never so, had results in the rules, though.
0: Well, here's the deal. I, I And I maybe I won't have any, but um, I still want to be front of mind, right? I want to be yeah. the front of mind awareness for them. But, but I, this is the first time I ever went in. I don't know if I have one on me here. Oh yeah, I went in and I said I did my I did uh, four 25 minute presentations to second graders, and and then I asked them, anybody would like some martial arts? And I gave them a little little thing for our summer. Sp- I don't know if you can see that yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for our two by two, something small for our summer special. I never handed out stuff when I did school presentations, but I thought, yeah. you know what, I'm doing this at, at, at my, my expense, right? I'm here. Yeah. Um, I did. I handed it out. First year I've ever done that. I mean, ever done that. Yeah. And then the other thing is, the, the at, at the end of my talks and stuff, I went over to the principal's office, and she wasn't in there, but I, I uh, left one of my books uh, for oh, okay. And then as soon as I got back to the studio, I, I went on my card system, and I sent her a card. And, of course, I said, if you ever need anything in the future, please, you know, uh, you know, think of us. Uh, we'd be happy yeah. to help, something like that, whatever it was. And I'm yeah, sure yeah, she, yeah. she'll get that this week, you know, because there's a delay, obviously, over Memorial Day. But it's those things, right? It's those things that uh, we've got to do we've got to take action. Um, and that's, like, that's where I'm focused this year. I've already... Uh, sent out letters to the, uh, the principals of every, uh, school in our area within a, within like the, the Tri-City yeah. area and a little bit farther than that. That, you know, I'm, 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 uh, all next year I've got, I'm doing all my school speeches at no cost. Um, you know, and I, and I list out what they are. They get to pick and choose. They go to this website, da, 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 da. And it's, I'm, I'm nailing it this year. I'm just gonna, well, I'm gonna body slam it.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny, Brett asked, you know, he he said, you know, like, what is that 20%? And if I could tell you one shift that I've had a few epiphanies this year, and it had a lot to do with, um, uh, it it just had to do with a lot of mental changes in my life. Like, what I wanted to do, um, you know, uh, to make my life happier, right? To to make that, I've seen so many of my good friends around my age, a little older than me, like, passing away and dying. Like, I'm going, like, I don't want to have gone without enjoying my life to the fullest, right? And I want to make sure that I do it with the people that I love. So, <laughs> and I realize it, it doesn't take a Ferrari or a mansion to to be able to enjoy it. I have a nice little house. I mean, and I have a nice car. And as long as I'm okay with making enough money to be able to travel when I want and stay home when I want, I'm okay. So like a lot of that shifted how I do things. So, for example, I have these little cool little washi – washi in Japanese means eagle. So I have these little plush toy eagles that I made that I'd sell them first for twelve ninety nine, and, you know, when you know, people would buy them. And now I have hundreds and hundreds of them left. So, like, I used to try to sell them to the kids. Now if a new kid comes in and tries out a class, they're little ones, two to three-year-olds, five-year-olds. I'll go, hey, buddy, I have a present for you after class, and I'll give them this eagle. Now I lose two or three bucks each time I give it away – but you know how much I gain in that goodwill? And um, I sent to the guy who owns Spark, which is a Master Park, um, I sent him a little care package for his little gorgeous little daughter. She's like such a, like, have you seen pictures of her with a little pink Yeah, yeah. So I sent her one of my little ninja T-shirts. I sent her a copy of my book that I wrote, The Three Kings, and I sent her the Washi Eagle. And um, the little plush toy. So he sent me a picture of everything that he received. And I'm like, I thought my guy sent the wrong stuff out. Because I'm like, didn't you get the eagle? Like, I was annoyed right away. Like, of course, my guy screwed up again. They didn't send the eagle. He goes, of course I got it. I just can't get it out of her hands. You know, she's held on to that thing the minute she got it, right? So I'm like, isn't that cool, though? So those little things, I started to do more of that. And what I'm really focused on is this. And and this is for Brett. Is... um, if a person walks through the door, I'm doing whatever I can to continually communicate, continually to talk to, to try to nurture them into a sign-up, um, and then beyond, right, to stay in communication with them, which is great on Spark, by the way. I don't know if you use New Student Maximizer where you could go to all your new students and send them an email or a text message and just say, hey, how are classes doing? And I've been doing that with such great efficiency, this communication where people know me and they know who I am and they know what we're talking about and we're in touch, even though that I might not physically be in front of them. So that's my focus. Every trial that comes through the door to treat them like the president of the United States. I want to say that with, you know, question because some people don't like our president, but with the theory of treating your president like he's the most important person around, right? So, um, you know, so I I really am really working on that. That's my goal is to make sure that I – because we pay a lot of money, you and I, and every other school owner when you don't realize um, to keep the person and get them through the door. And get them to actually try out a class that probably costs two three hundred dollars if you look at it. Rack cards, websites, advertising, phone calls, all of this stuff. So I'm making sure that that is my main focus. That's where I'm not letting a lead go until they say, "Allie, leave me the heck alone." I'm sick of you. So what? You, so what are your thoughts? What other stuff? What are some, Well, what do you think about that? What are some of your thoughts on some other stuff? And when I know we're running low on time.
0: Well, I was going to say, uh, when we have somebody has a baby at the studio, we give them the, the Century Little Dragon uh, oh. baby karate outfits. I, I, should have oh, our, our, I should have our patch sewn on all of them, but I, 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 I've never done that. But, yeah, that would, no, you the know what level I, would be it, I got level. I got bibs
1: made. The bibs, the baby bibs, I got them made with our logo on it.
0: Maybe, Maybe I should do know. that instead.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then if I see a mom with a brand-new baby, I'm like, hey, did you get one of our bibs? She's like, no, what are you talking about? I walk in, I grab one, I give it to her. Like, people love it, but it's it, ours, ours are generic. I actually got them off of Amazon. It says Future Ninja in Training. So, it, oh, you know, okay. perfect for us, right? But, I mean, you, you could do the same thing and have your logo put on it because um, uh, they're more likely to have that on on a regular basis than they are a karate. But I
0: love that thing, you go above
1: and beyond on stuff like that.
0: We try to, you know, and then obviously sympathy cards and stuff when when you know yeah. things have happened to loved ones or what have you. We, we send that. Um, we do get well cards. So if somebody's sick, we send them a get well card. Yeah. Um, and and then we uh, make even make uh, fish cards. Uh, we don't do a lot of those anymore. It's, it's more uh, phone calls or texting with those. But uh, okay. we will do, if somebody broke a limb or whatever, you know, of course we send a card, you know. it's, it's Right. Kind of like get well, but it's feel better type thing.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, Rick Kellerman, um, he's a Kung Fu guy. He wrote, could you briefly explain the card system? I think I mentioned that when PR joined, I took out a card. And use my card. We no longer use the card system anyway. I mean, uh, I don't know if you do. Do you still use hard card systems?
0: Uh, what do you for attendance?
1: Well, yeah. I guess that's what it was. I was referring. I took out my card system and I checked off the first class that my daughter did. I don't know. I don't do that anymore. Everything we do is digitally through attendance through Spark. Um, and uh, we got rid of the hard cards. Um, I used to love hard cards because I was able to pull a card and look at it and go, "Hey, you know." But now. Spark is set up in a way where I, I, I don't know, I love that, like I'll pull up attendance and they'll have a little red triangle if they are fast you on tuition, if they're ready to expire, and then you just push it and it opens up their profile and you can see everything that's going on, so it's just like having that hard card, but it's digital. So I, I love it, but I, that's that's what the card system was all about. It was all about really knowing our students and keeping track of their attendance and their testing and their absences and so on. So cool, Dwayne. I mean, yeah. um. I like. I have to tell you, I like this open format that you and I are doing, where we're bouncing around on a few other topics. I'm not sure if everyone else likes that. So, guys, if you're listening and you like this kind of like format, where we're kind of kind of keeping it an open conversation and really just covering a bunch of stuff, um, it seems to be something that we we really enjoy. Oh, he wrote. No, Dwayne mentioned his card system, possibly for greeting cards. Oh, right, right. You. Yeah, tell them about how you do that for, like, a, a card that you have it set up where you, you just do whatever you do, and it automatically mails them. And...
0: Yeah, um, you know what we should do is, because um, I, I can give everybody an opportunity to send send a card uh, for free on my dime. You know what I mean? That way they can okay uh, check it out. Maybe, I don't know, I, maybe next week or something i we can we can do that where i can show you live how to do it and then send you the link and you can just test it out and stuff it's a it's a system um and i'm not going to beat around the bush i mean i i i do have um like i'm a reseller of it so there is a percentage not a big percentage but there is a percentage that i would get i would get depending on what level that you would uh, to to join it but it's nominal compared to how much I, I use it. Yeah, you got you got 500,
1: 500 school owners to join. You'd be able to pay for coffee each week
0: for yourself. I might, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, and you know what? It's I, gosh, I, I what is it two thousand five? I think as when I started this system. Well, and tell, tell no, them a little bit about it.
1: I was amazed you had sent it to me where you had um, you had a card. I forget what it was with the dog. We missed the you. Referral, my, one. My, uh, re- referral one. and And so, so, Rick, it's basically like this. is Dwayne basically has these preformatted cards that he designed, customized, right? And you basically, whatever you do, you actually just tell the company that you put in their info and, and pick whatever you want. You can even personalize it. And they take care of the mailing, the printing, and the sending. And you just hit send, and boom, the card is off in the mail. Um, and it's, it's, uh, you know, right. of whether it be any,
0: any, anything. Yeah. And it even has a live stamp on it. Cause you know that live stamp, people open up live stamps. The other thing that's nice about the system and, and, and we can talk about it next week is, um, uh, my handwriting is scanned. So my printing and all of my, um, um, my actual signatures. So I, I have four different signatures that I have in there. I have, you know, Dwayne K. Brummett Jr. because that's the official signature but then I also have Mr. Brummett because that's what the people in the studio know me as. I have Dwayne you know that type of thing and then I have LD which is my nickname when I was growing up because my dad's name was Dwayne so little Dwayne was my my nickname LD. So I have all four of those signatures that are in there plus my handwriting so they actually get a handwritten card from me but I didn't take time to actually write it. I have different campaigns that are set up so like if there's a new student there's a, there's a they get they get entered into a, a, a campaign and they immediately get their welcome card, a written, handwritten welcome card from me. Um, and then 21 days later is is the next one, you know, that type of thing. And it's all set up. It's it's super. I wonder,
1: I wonder if you can integrate that because you used to have that tied into somehow into
0: Entreport when you were using Entreport, right? No, no, it was never tied into, uh, it was never tied into it. But the, the way I, overcome a lot of those things is so like for instance we have birthday parties on the weekends i will take those birthday party people and put them in an excel file um their information in a template that we've created and then we upload that to spark and then tag them like they need to be tagged and then we also take that uploaded into send out cards and tag them uh like we want them to be tagged as well Ah, gotcha okay cool so then, yeah, next week that'd be cool.
1: Let's discuss it more and go over it. I think that'd be another added tidbit
0: of gold for people to see and, and work with. So, um, yeah. So Rick will do that. And for if you, you don't so want to, yeah. And, and, and if you don't want to sign up under under me, then then that's fine. You know. Um, of yeah. course, I, I'd rather you do that. But if you don't want to, I mean, I'm transparent. You don't well, have it, to. You it, don't have to. It doesn't, it, does, it doesn't cost them any
1: more money to do it with your
0: name involved.
1: So I mean, it's not like they're going to pay extra to be your, under you, and you could kind of. Um, you know, work with them, so that'd be great. But um, yeah, hey, listen, if you want, I said, C. Kellerman, I'll see you Sunday at the tournament coming up. But let's definitely um, inbox Dwayne about uh, you know info, and he'll be able to help you on that. And then uh, maybe you could get it going. But I, I recommend it. Anything that we do that's personalized is going to make the connection that much more. We want to get people so they're really we they find
0: our school a haven, a place to be, that kind of thing. To, to be honest with you, the other thing is, you know, all my relatives are in there as well. So uh,
1: yeah. when there's an
0: anniversary, when there's a when there's a birthday, I don't I don't miss anything. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's awesome because I forget everything. I just started programming everyone's birthdays into my phone and all that stuff. But hey, listen, I know it's easy to you know once you reset it and then you're able to just have the push of a button get things done. So make our lives a little bit better. better is better to keep getting muted.
0: No, you're fine, you're fine. I was adjusting mine. Yeah, in fact I had what uh 20 no. uh 15, 14 14 people I just sent a card to this morning uh, cuz their birthdays in in June and um, I think I if I spent 5 minutes doing the whole thing that was that right. was a lot. That's because awesome. I just created the same message and then it populates their names. Uh, In there, and then I I did send the same (coughs) message, but it's they're not family members, right? Had there been a different family member, I would have wrote something different for that. Right, right, right. If that makes sense. That's awesome. Very cool.
1: Well, I know we got to wrap it up. We're at twelve thirty. By the way, the other day I was on my TV and uh, I went onto YouTube on my smart TV through Apple TV, and I found podcasts, and I went out to iTunes, and I saw like we have a a, and we should check into this, but I there was like two hundred. We're at two hundred and. 11 right now today and uh, it said 211 podcasts but it would only show the top six that's all I could access on my Apple TV like I couldn't get the rest of them but there's 211 podcasts that we have on there which is just so I was just kind of shocked that we've been doing this that long and had so much information given out for free to all the listeners, and hopefully it's made a difference in people's schools, and they've enjoyed what we do, and they share it with others. But um, but yeah, I was blown away. Like I'm looking at it and seeing it on the television. Oh, wow, we've done 211 podcasts. That's crazy. It is, isn't it? Yeah, cool, dude. So we're on for next week, and we'll we'll chat more again, and uh, maybe even show us the card system somehow, and. Share with us yeah, I works. can
0: fill the screen here and I can, yeah, and it's super, super simple and yeah, and then you can decide if you want to use it or not.
1: Awesome. Very, very cool. So, uh, that's it. I don't, I have much more to say, but, but I, uh, you know, that's me.
0: <laughs> we'll Alright, sir. Have a good day. Bye guys. Bye.